Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you want to join the podcast hello, or what? Hello, hello. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> I'm waiting for a so- song to come on. Oh. Battle with Mida! Welcome back to the uh, podcast. Thank you. I'm Bradley Butter. Bra- I, the Manny Butter. <laughs> the Butter family. And yeah. this is Better with Butter. <laughs> We'll get it right one of these days. Uh, hey, how you doing? I am wonderful, and it's a big weekend at the movies. Everyone in Hollywood is spraying that Frozen 2 makes gazillions of money because, you know, it needs to lift the revenue of the movie industry, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about Frozen okay. 2. It returns to the big screen after six years. So let's re-enter the magical kingdom of Arendelle. Are your kids into Frozen? Uh, yeah. My, he's singing the song. Let it go, and he knows that's the song from, um, you know, Frozen. from Frozen. Yeah, yeah. The cold never bothered me anyway. Right, but but they love the whole. Yeah, he likes it. He likes it. Axel's too young. He doesn't really know. But uh, Easton Easton knows the movie, and he knows so the song. Mean, he's still young enough. Easton. <coughs> he's that... a big fan of Mindisi Medubini. Oh, what's her name? <laughs> Mindisi. Oh, Idina Menzel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the main cast is back, so. Ethan will be happy. And the original filmmakers return as well. But Frozen 2 feels like a reheated version of the original film. Now, that's not to say that this new adventure is not entertaining. The last half of the film will make you feel good as you fly home to your own kingdom. So, Bradley, maybe um, I suggest you sleep in the beginning <laughs> and then you wake up in the last half and you'll I usually, still feel nah, usually not out halfway through for about 20, 25 <laughs> minutes. So then I wake up at the end and go, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, my problem with this is it's convoluted plot and you know exactly where it's going. The filmmakers, knowing that the audience have grown up, gave us a darker but uneven story. Like, you know, the kids, they were six years old back then. Six years later, they're now tweens. They're in their tweens and they really probably do not care about Elsa and Anna anymore. Hmm. They're more in the, the BTS and all of those. But then, it's, oh, jeez. <laughs> but I guess it's a new generation they go after, right? Like, how do you, I mean... That's why they did a fork... A four-quadrant movie, Bradley, you know. Four quadrant? Yeah. It's a quadrant film, meaning it will attract boys and girls, young and old. That's what they're hoping to be. Gotcha. For this film to be. Um, Yeah, so the the story is a little dark, but it's also uneven. Here it goes. The story... This this podcast, I believe, is no quadrant. (laughs) (laughs) No. Whatever quadrant you are, come on in. (laughs) Ice Queen Elsa... Voiced by Idina Menzel has been hearing a strange sound from the north, like ha ha ha, like that. Like it was yet- <laughs> not quite that. <laughs> the Yeti's a soprano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Together with her sister Anna and her boyfriend Kristoff, alongside Olaf and Sven. They must leave Arendelle in order for Elsa to find the true nature of her powers. Now, Disney seems to be in the storytelling kick lately. Um, like the Maleficent sequel, which no one really saw. Uh, this one talks about fighting kingdoms and a character that will bring both humans and creatures together. 
Now, among the cast, my favorite is still Josh Gad as our snowman Olaf. He provides the much-needed laughter. Kristen Bell is still good as Anna, so is Jonathan Groff as her boyfriend, Christoph. The new cast members are Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, his Lieutenant Destine Matias, the leader of a group of soldiers trapped in the Enchanted Forest. Even Rachel Wood as Queen Eduna, um, Evan Rachel Wood as Queen Maduna shows up too, the mother of Elsa and Anna. And the father, King Agnar, is now voiced by Alfred Molina. And as far as the music, Forget it. The film's showstopper, Into the Unknown, cannot match the fire of Let It Go. But the sequel, I love the beautiful animation. The rendering of the water spirit, the knock, is breathtaking. And in the end, the themes of friendship and sisterly love still reverberate. So, you know, I'm still giving Frozen 2 3 out of 4. Not as good as the first one. Kisses. It's tough to make a better sequel than the first one, you know? Uh, But Star Wars did. That's the only one. Harry Potter. What? Yeah, you're, no, I love the first Harry There's Potter. There's been how many Terminator. sequels? No, no, that first one. Are you kidding me? I like the second. I love the first one. He really? shows up, he rips his phone book open, he just goes in there. So I kind of yeah, yes, boom, <laughs> like eight times. Yeah, um, that's such a good. Mo- how many sequels have there been in the in the the throughout? Like, what was the very first sequel? Dark Knight. What was the very Dark first? Dark Knight is uh, better than Batman. Begins Listen to me. The opinion. history of cinema. What yeah. was the very first uh, sequel? Ooh, that's a good question. Godfather 2? No. Like, what, that was Tin 70... Man. I want to say the Tin Man. The Tin Man. There was a Tin From Man 2? the 1930s. Yeah, there was Tin Man 2, 3, 4, So five. since that one, <laughs> yeah. since the first Tin Man sequel, how many sequels have there been? Oh, God. 100,000? Yeah. 100,000 sequels? Out of 100,000, I don't know, let's say, let's say there's been like 20,000 sequels. Yeah. There's been maybe two that have been better than the well, first because one. Because first of all, you Star have, Wars, yeah. and then Best of the Best Two. That was the only one that was better. <laughs> no, but first of all, you have to like you have to, be, you know, people are are smart. They're smart consumers, and they know that sequels are really nothing but cash grabs. Right. So you better make it good, or not do a sequel at all. Make a sequel. At you all. know what? Ma- Ro- Rocky Two. Oh, man, I don't know. No, Rocky One. No, you <laughs> well, can't. Jaws Two. It's better than Josh Wong. No. <laughs> I don't know why I have a Dutch accent all of a sudden. It's better than Josh Wong. Uh, it's not. No, it's not better than Josh Wong. Not even close. Not even close. No. Oh, no. Darn. What about so, Jaws 3D? That's better Jaws than 3D. Louis Gossett Jr. That was, that was a good one. Uh, Jaws 4 with... Uh, Oh, yeah, it's Michael Caine driving an airplane. Yeah, Michael Caine. And then the, the shark is hunting the mom. Give me a break with that crap. Right. It's stupid. No, the shark... Yeah, because they There's killed the son. The shark's down there. He's the coming out there. Yeah. yeah. Baby like jaws. <laughs> uh, what else you got over there? Let's talk about a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Let me begin by saying Tom Hanks is brilliant in this movie as the great Mr. Rogers. But you know what I think? They're going to push for him as best supporting actor because he's not really the main actor in this film. Uh, really? Every smile. Yeah. Every it, oh, it's smile. the wife, right? Yes. Yeah. Every smile, every touch bring to mind the magic of the beloved television icon. So he's amazing. But if you're looking for a biographical look at the life of Fred Rogers, you're better off watching the documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? That made me cry, that documentary mm. last year. I love that movie. But I don't think that's the intent of director Marielle Heller, who, by the way, gave us the fantastic Can You Ever Forgive Me from last year, which got... um uh Bridesmaids. <laughs> I forgot her name. Who? Which one? The heavy what? set... Uh, the comedian. Oh, 
Uh, oh, damn it. What's <laughs> her name? She's so great doing that. She puts her leg up. You feel that heat under there? <laughs> Tammy. She Chant- was also in Tammy. She was Tammy. That's right. Remember? Uh, that's all right. Don't look for it. You just, oh, uh, my God. You know her name. Anyway, she got an Oscar nomination for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And um, and this one, I have the feeling that Tom Hanks will have a uh, an Oscar nomination, too. But what, what the director wants to do, Marielle Heller, um, is... Um, Melissa McCarthy. Ah, you beat me to it. (laughs) (laughs) But what Marielle Heller wants to do is investigate the lasting impact of Mr. Rogers. And boy, do we get it here. Now, this one focuses on the creation of the Esquire magazine profile. Matthew Reese is Lloyd Vogel, a jaded journalist assigned to write the article. Life-affirming lessons follow. But... What I like best about the film is its nuanced look at Mr. Rogers. This is not a hero worship of a movie by any means. It's more of an understanding of human connection. So we do need this movie right now more than anything else. And for that, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood gets three and a half out of four. Would you be mine? Kisses. Could you be mine? Yeah, very good. Hi, neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, neighbor. Yeah, I I love that show. What a good dude he was. My mother loved him because he used to be. Did you know he used to be a pastor? Yeah. Did they go? Did they mention that in the movie? He was. He was. Uh, nah, in passing. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not like a direct information about him. Gotcha. Um, but you know, when I was a kid, I was like watching it. And I'm like, this is not like Sesame Street, but they have puppets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like trying to figure it out why I need to see that that show yeah it was an amazing show nothing really uh even came close i mean Pee-wee's, but it was also on pbs Wee's playhouse is pretty pretty close but you know oh, yeah. <laughs> Wee's playhouse is totally different and he's a totally totally different mr type of mr rogers <laughs> <laughs> what else you got over there we also have 21 bridges now um this one let's let's enter the mean streets of new york in the film 21 bridges chadwick boseman aka black panther Stars, as I did my Black, Black Panther, Panther salute. Nice. <laughs> um, stars as NYPD detective Andre Davis. He's looking for a pair of cop killers. He thinks he has uncovered a major conspiracy. But soon, the search intensifies and the city of Manhattan must close all 21 bridges to prevent any entry or exit from the city that never sleeps. Mm. Um, and this you're absolutely one's, right. This one, I was going to say, smells a little bit like Beverly Hills Cop 2. Meets. They, they uh, meets. Escape from New Escape York. Escape from New York, yeah. Very good. And Bogomil goes undercover. <laughs> and then Snake Plissken comes and shoots up. Uh, yeah. You, uh, trust me, I was looking forward to seeing Snake Plissken in the film. And we, we need The final them. scene at the end with him and Denzel have the shootout. <laughs> and then, yeah, Denzel Washington shows up. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, you, you hit it in the nose, Bradley Ryan. The problem with the latest crop of cop movies, like Black and Blue, the latest Black and Blue, the filmmakers become saddled with cliches. You know, there's a good cop, there's a bad cop, there's a plot twist, and all of a sudden the good becomes bad and the bad becomes good. Um, blame it all on Denzel Washington and his director, Antoine Fuqua, <laughs> in Training Day. They created a template that's still being used today. The cast, though, is good, including Sienna Miller and J.K. Simmons, but they're largely wasted. 21 Bridges is not quite as arresting as they'd hoped ah. to be. And for that, 21 Bridges gets two out of four. The bridges are falling down. Kisses. I heard a rumor about a Training Day sequel. I heard that too, but yeah. I'm still waiting for okay. that. Um, Bad Boys 4 is coming. No, three. Is yes. Three? Yeah. Batman, that, uh, was it Bad Boys 2 or 3, that car chase scene? Yeah. Uh, it was just the greatest thing. Like, but here's the thing: made Steve McQueen will be laughing in his grave. I think it's coming out in January, so that's Bad not Boys a Four. Good, yeah, that's not. Oh, a good sign. that's the release of the dollar. <laughs> yeah, that's for the. So that's not a good sign. That's the lower. They, they pump the toilet down the sewer in January. Right. You know, 
the crap was full. But let me direct your attention real quick to a movie that I love, 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 and it's now making rounds across the nation. Uh, it's called Parasite, and it's like making lots of money for an independent film uh, and for a subtitled movie, by the way, Bradley Ryan. <laughs> crap. <laughs> Trust me, you would like this is made for you. Look, um, I told you this before. I cannot watch a movie. If I want to read a book, I'll read a book. When I watch a movie, I don't want to read a book, right? I, I love reading books. I love watching movies. I that doesn't resist together for me, right? They're not too great taste. They taste great together. I can't. Wa- I'm not going to read a book while I'm watching the movie. That's a sign of. Um, so why am I going to watch subtitles while I'm watching a movie? Yeah, sign case. of genius. Yeah. You have a case of uh, genius compulsive disorder. Okay, it's, it's, a sense of, it's a case of geniusism. I think it's called geniusism. <laughs> you can't do two things at once. Um, but I that, can, <laughs> I just don't want to. Movies are for enjoyment, right? And I just, so I don't want to work at the movie. I want to just sit there and be but mindlessly entertained. But after a while, it just kind of like, you know. It yeah, and then you kind of just, you kind of just, you know. You know what? If you, you make a subtitle movies, you, why even bother having costumes? Why even bother having like set design? Just just show the words on the screen. I'll, I'll read it like a book. So you want you can't every, see anything. What's going so on? So you want all the foreign films to be dubbed like a bad Japanese movie. Absolutely. Like Godzilla. That's, at least you, you chuckle. Yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just like that. No. The director, by the way, of this film, Parasite, Bong Joon-ho, who in the last 10 years has given us great movies like The Host. Let me tell you something, by the way. Though his name are three things I love. Bong June, the month of June. Uh-huh. And I forget the last one. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love the host. Look it up if you haven't seen it. Mother, not the Jennifer Lawrence version, but this one is the, the and it's not even related to the Jennifer Lawrence version at all whatsoever. But this one is also called Mother. Snowpiercer with Tilda Swinton. I love her. And Okja about the giant pig. And now we mm. have Parasite. This is a dark comedy. By the way, that Okja would make a really good pork chop. <laughs> I was just, I you know what? As soon as you said that, I'm like, I want to watch bacon. I cut off that pig, the pig's back. That. <laughs> Sorry, Okja, I love you. And your little brother, babe. <laughs> I know every time I watch him, how can I eat pork? I, like, I love you. I love you with some eggs. <laughs> some eggs and toast. The Parasite is a dark comedy thriller that has elements of the supernatural, but it's grounded in reality. The film tells a social disparity tale of the Park family, Super, super rich, and the Kim family, poor but street smart. What follows is a study of socioeconomic inequality that is entertaining and thought-provoking. I love this movie, and I'm giving Parasite the perfect four out of four. It's one of my favorite films of this year. All right. So there you go. So so to round up real quick, Frozen 2, 3 Kisses, 21 Bridges, 2 Kisses, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and Parasite. Well, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood received three and a half, Parasite 4, so both are my picks of the week. All right. So uh, there you go. So it's a great weekend at the box office, ladies and gentlemen. Um, is there anything next week that's coming out? Because yes, but well, we're going to be off. There's no podcast next week. No, um, because uh, to, to steal a line from the great um, um, stuff they don't want you to know, podcasters who do an amazing job. Who I love. They always say uh, when someone's going to be out, they say he's off on adventures. So uh, I'm going to be off on adventures next week for Halloween. Can I tell you quickly about what's coming up next? Yeah, week? what's coming up next week? Well, Hold on. So, yeah, because we're not going to... We'll be here on the regular radio next week, but we will not be doing the podcast. podcast. Right. So, next week, we have Knives Out. I love it. It's the murder mystery with Daniel Craig. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And that received three and a half kisses. Um, Also, next week, we have Queen and Slim, the racial drama. I love that as well. Three and a half kisses. But... 
if I were you, mm-hmm. after getting tryptophan overdose, um, just stay at home. It's better because you know why? Football. No. Whiskey. No. no. November 27th, the day before Thanksgiving, the Irishman starts Ooh! streaming on Netflix. And I, I love that Wait, movie. Wait, that's a Netflix movie? That's a Netflix Holy movie. Holy crap. For, I'm, okay, and here's the reason why. By the way, yeah. Netflix... Is gonna be the studio to beat this award season. And really? Let me tell you why. The Irishman I love. Four out of four kisses. Marriage Story with Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson. Oh my God! I mean, if I just tell you that it's a divorce story, you're like, yeah, we've seen that before. This one is so well written and so well directed and so well acted. Ma- master acting classes from both actors. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I laughed and I cried and I had like I didn't know what to do. Wow! <laughs> I mean, it's amazing this film. Four out of four kisses. Also on on Netflix, that's gonna be nominated for an Oscar. Dolomite is my name. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy is amazing yeah. there. Um, um, and and of course on December twentieth. What's uh, um uh, the two popes will begin streaming. What's the that? two popes is uh Jonathan Price is Pope. Francis and Anthony Hopkins is Pope Benedict. And it's about the story of, you know, remember Pope Benedict had to re- uh, quit and then Pope Francis. Yeah, it's, right. just, it's their story of how they come together and uh, it's the story of forgiveness and compassion. And I just, I love this movie. Interesting. So Netflix will be the studio to beat this award season. Let uh-huh. me tell you that. So there you go, folks. Some really cool stuff happening that we won't be talking about because we're going to take I know, but I did, you know, but, but you did. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Have a wonderful Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bradley is still in October. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, have a great Thanksgiving because we won't yeah. be here uh, for next Eat week's lots podcast. Of turkey. What okay. are you eating for turkey uh, for Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm gonna have turkey, really? turkey and lamb. Turkey and lamb. Yeah. No, I. I speaking of pork, uh, I'm gonna have my roast pork. Mm. Yes, my mommy's gonna make me some roast pork in Branson, Missouri. Right on. I'm yeah. gonna go back to Boston for Between some. The East Coast. Yeah. yeah. For East some Coast, uh, turkey Midwest. and some lamb and uh, a bunch of beers, dude. And lots of butter, of course. <laughs> Wicked lot of beers. <laughs> hey, we're going for beers. And I'll eat everything with lots of butter because you know <laughs> it's always better. <laughs> <laughs> it's always better with butter. Is that it at the end? Right. It's always better with butter. So is turkey. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving, Bye. everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>